Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You know what? If you want to be part of this show, you can text us on eight twelve fifteen, or you can follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. I didn't like the phrase, if you want to be part of this show. It sounds like they could send in job applications. Well, they can send in job applications. <laughs> yeah, we do get people sending in... CV in 140 characters or fewer. No, it's nice that we had a guy this... Do you know our, um, you know our friend of the show jingle, don't you? Yeah. If we yeah. talk about people who are friends of the show... We, we play. play. Who's an example of friend of the show? Peter the Peter Wild. The wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was thinking of Ross Noble. <laughs> Ross Noble, Peter One the out, Wild. It? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, Both it's, friends of the show. It's only a, a leather, a leather <laughs> um, necklet away. <laughs> Such a thing as a necklet, if there isn't. Build one, mm-hmm. and he will come. Um, so the jingle. So if we talk about a friend... Of, who's another friend of the show? Another... Uh, Kate Winslet. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I was consulted on that oh, one. Sorry, we'll <laughs> talk about this one after a couple. Anyway, yeah. if it's a friend of the show, we will uh, play this. Friend of the show! But this week we had uh, a message from, um, you'll tell me in a minute, uh, one, of our yes. re- one of our readers. One of our readers. Who, um, as, uh, I thought when I started talking about friend of the show, you'd all think, oh, let's find that name. Well, I think oh. you'll find it was Chris, see, Chris Tan from I the Wirral. I find in, in the modern age you have to give people a bit more. I just assumed <laughs> that we were going to do it after. You assumed, yeah. You know what assumed does, don't you? Yes, gets it wrong. Oh. Yeah. Um, um, so, it was Chris Tan from the Wirral. Anyway, so he has sent... Um, Chris Tarrant, did you say? <laughs> yeah, Chris Tarrant. No, Chris Tan. Oh, Chris Tan, right, mm. OK. Um, and he's, he's sent his own uh, friend of the show, Jingle. Mm-hmm. And we might make this the new friend of the show, Jingle. Mm-hmm. Because um, I think it's great that... Uh, Let's that, give it a little listen. ...that our readers are building yeah. stuff in sheds like this. Yeah. OK, here goes. Wowza. No, I, I, I love it. I, I keep imagining that Danny Kay is going to come in at the end and say, <laughs> me, a swan? <laughs> I think it's quite wedding scene at the end of Star Wars. I yeah. like it. Mm, it's, um, I, I like it as well, so thanks a lot for that, Chris. Um, it's, it's good. It's good that people care enough. That probably took, what, a minute and a half? Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, he could have been doing other stuff with that. To somebody is, uh... He could have put an abusive comment on a mail online. <laughs> but no, he did something productive instead. Mm. I t- um, we welcome the Twitterati on this show. I think that's true. <laughs> well, we? I welcome them. <laughs> well, they, yeah, they tweet. <laughs> with open arms. We get tweeted. We do. Yeah. This is the, I, I'm sure this friend of mine won't mind me telling you this. Um, a friend of mine in Birmingham, I'm not going to name her, she's had problems, right, basically. She, um... I feel tense. Oh, well, this, <laughs> I feel more tense than I think I've ever felt uh, in well, my this lifetime. Is, it's slightly heavy for this time of the morning, but it'll be all right. OK. She has, um, she has, um... I don't like the sound of the Birmingham problems. No, no, it's all right. <laughs> now, listen, now, this okay. bit, this bit, okay. she has, this is serious, this bit. Okay. She, she has a multiple personality disorder, oh, right. right? OK. And she... I opened the Twitter account and they said that she couldn't open one because she's more than 140 characters. Uh. Oh, okay. 
I loved it. I was feeling sorry for that woman. <laughs> yeah. And now I've wasted my empathy. Oh, marvellous, though, that I built up the tension that I was a bit concerned about. <laughs> and didn't that. If there's any young comedians listening, you can learn from that. Oh, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I, I think that was well done. To this show. <laughs> uh, you know what they say, YOLO. <laughs> oh, it trips off the tongue. It does, yeah. Does any, do they know what YOLO means? No, I didn't know until what fifteen minutes ago. Okay. When Emily told me. Emily, I told you. Can like... you believe that Emily is my link to youth talk? <laughs> How did that happen? Frightening. That's my godson Harvey. Says that a lot. That's like phone Frank about drugs things. Yeah. What do I know? <laughs> yeah, YOLO. YOLO. Go on. You, you only live once. You only live once, and that's the new. That's the new slogan of the show. Yeah. A lot of Buddhists switching off now, obviously, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're not a target demographic, are no, they? No, exactly. I, I've heard that the Lama listens now and again. But <laughs> no, he's too busy still... at premieres. No, not that one, the one no. at Dudley Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were just saying before, I, I was pointing out the fact that I don't think there's anyone I hate more on the planet <laughs> than uh, a oh. dignitary. You're not a fan of a dignitary. I oh, know. I don't like. The, I don't. They always have. Uh, what is it you don't like about them? Is it their sense I, of I entitlement? Them, they're a bit. They're a bit uh, stuffy. <laughs> stuffy. Do you know what uh, I mean? Ironically, it's a bit undignified, isn't it? Going it is. But all those free dinners. Are ambassadors dignitaries? Because I love an ambassador. Um, I don't. I don't mind. It's, it's odd. I don't have to think about. Um, I'm all right with ambassadors because I, I imagine there might be a bit of gold brocade on the epaulette. Whereas yeah. with dignitaries on suit, suits. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of suit wearing, isn't it? Um, so if you're a dignitary, you know what you're not, don't you? You know what that means that you no longer are. And that's... Uh... You're not one of those if you're a, if you're a dignitary. It's big, isn't it? It's big, that. I think it's going to have to be used sparingly, as they say in the <laughs> recipes. Well, we do, and we're going to score know. them up. We've already had a request in, Frank, to be a friend of the show. That's well, something say, of a precedent being set here. Save it, because if, if I play that again in the next ten minutes, I think people switch off. I as you say, right. it's one of those, it starts and you think, well, this sounds great. Then you think, yeah. come on! Mm-hmm. Come on! <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, but we're all, we'll be all right. So, do you want to hear my latest obsession? Oh, yes. Because, you know, I, I go from obsession to obsession like a bee goes from flower to flower. I've noted that Yes, about pollinating. You, yeah. Yes. And well, gathering. to be fair, Frank, YOLO. And even when I slightly... <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. Yeah. Why don't Coldplay, in an attempt to make themselves a bit cooler, <laughs> do a slight modification on yellow? And it oh, was yeah. all YOLO. <laughs> and then kids would say, you know, we were wrong about Coldplay. They're not cold, they're cool. Even if cool they do play. buy they their clothes. They call themselves cool play. Cool play. Even if they do buy their clothes from the Get me Chris shop. Martin. Get me Chris Martin yeah, now do. on the phone. He'll be up. He'll be up watching, um, I bet he's watching National Geographic. <laughs> oh, do you think oh, so? Come on, no, Chris. No, she watches French TV, doesn't Yes, it'll all be French and Italian. We, we oh, talked about that, didn't we? Of course she does. Yeah. We all approved, actually. We, we thoroughly approved. Yeah. Education by stealth. Education Fabulous. By stealth. Can I text Great. my... I text Boz, uh, my child, in case you're a new reader. Um, she <laughs> takes him to a, a, a show... Uh, not a show, really. Show? What's sort going of a on? Gathering of mothers, a gathering mm-hmm. of mothers and children where they sing in French. I like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Frere Jacques and all that. I think it's more... Uh, 
master of the house. <laughs> Everybody loves their landlord. But in French. I don't know why. I hope it's not why does an Al Murray open? For? Why does an Al Murray open with Everybody Loves the Landlord? Oh, that's a good idea. Good idea. Sorry, sorry, Emily, I've talked no, all over you. No, you didn't. It's no, fine. I did. It, was a, it, was a, it, it all went a bit mock the week. <laughs> oh, God. What did you say? Oh, I'm sorry. Flashbacks. No, I was just worried about what French songs. I thought it might be a bit Jane Birkin and Serge Gainsbourg. Oh, I hope so. That's a great song. Maybe mm. I'll play you that, like that next one? week. I want to play that next week. I'm opening with that next week. <laughs> you pointed I don't think at I've me ever emphatically, seen you point like yeah. some sort of Labour MP in the seventies. Okay, you've got strange to say o'clock. Well, I quite like it. The reason <laughs> I pointed, I think, is I've just um, my my wasp sting arthritis cure has really kicked in this week, oh, and I, for the first time, I've managed. To, my hand for years has looked like the uh, lottery symbol. Yeah. And finally, it's clicked <laughs> it. And I'm thinking now pointing is an option for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's good. good. I like, so it. I like my, it when he said his tartrazine. My, um, my new obsession <laughs> is um, the Soviet Union. Extraordinary I'm, statement. I'm, you know what? I'm pining for it. I know it gets a lot of bad press, you know, the gulags and all that. <laughs> the goulash gets good but, press. Um, the goulash was fabulous. Yeah, it does get quite bad press. It does, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But um, you know that you know that Peter Sellers film uh, when he plays the trade union leader and the bloke says, "Have you ever been to Russia?" And he said, "No, but I fancy." It. You know, he said all that all those mm. cornfields and ballet in the evenings. Mm-hmm. I've watched a couple of documentaries just like it looks great. It looks great. Why okay. can't we become a communist society? And just do what the government tells us to do, oh, and have big yeah. pageants with missiles, uh-huh. and um, have pretty blonde be. girls in traditional dress carrying flowers, and muscular men in um, vests working hard. Wouldn't what, we be le- happier? A headscarf on the lady. What would and be easier? Yeah, It'd definitely be uh, choosing bread when you're in the supermarket. Yeah, <laughs> I love queuing seven now. kinds. Also, yeah. clothes are on those. Are you talking about? I think you're talking about like those Russian propaganda posters. I'm calling them, and they yeah, always I'm had. Talking, I'm talking about the whole thing except yeah. for the gulags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold the gulags. Yeah, exactly. Hold the gulags. I've used that line before. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes they just won't, <laughs> and sometimes they do. But they're brutish. I don't want to talk about the hotel okay. Intercontinental. Okay. <laughs> But it just looks great. I don't know about... When was the last time you went to a really brilliant pageant? Pageants are rubbish in England. I'm still on gulags. I'm okay. Sorry. They are. They're rubbish. Uh, come on. I, ju- I worry, go. Frank, because I think I'm a bit more Imperial Russia. Let's be honest. Oh, really? Oh, come the on. I, oh, I love a Tsar. I think I'm more Winter Palace. I can see myself, I'm afraid, pre-revolution. Oh, no. Because you don't get the big pageants and all that. And also, I'm worried. I want the money. Yeah. But they they didn't. They they got theirs. Let's put it this way. Does that mean that the revolutionaries, when they chased the royal family, uh, did they they catch the SARS? (laughs) 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 Rubbish. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Our readers have been texting in. 104. Dear Frank, Emily and the Cockerel, I was amazed to discover that Kensington Palace is holding a Peter the Wild Boy Easter egg hunt this Easter. What? And I thought I should alert you to this. (laughs) 
That can't. Is that a joke? No, I think no, that's I true. Think I think we've had Peter that. the Wild themed Easter egg. Hunt. I think we've been alerted to this um, by email a, also. Will there be a child dressed up as Peter the Wild and he gets a head start? Is it like a fox? Who hunt? sings songs without <laughs> words and stares at bonfires? <laughs> What's his other thing? Eating, Eating raw, raw onions. onions. Yeah, raw onions, yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, well, we have to go to that, don't we? Well, I think we'll have to go, but I can't imagine who else is going to be in attendance. It's going to be Who's us. the demographic? It's going to be uh, me, you, Alan, mm. Daisy, Sarah, so <coughs> the whole team. And the listenership. And the um, <laughs> there'll be a lot of Nickelback t-shirts. You know this t-shirts. is on the radio now, don't you? George the First, maybe. Yeah. No, maybe. I think he's indisposed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's away, like they well, say I'm, about columnists. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. You know what they say about this impromptu... You know what they say? <laughs> YOLO! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, um... I don't think that's what the kids had in mind. <laughs> no, but I've got to, uh, you know, I've got to uh, hold it up a bit so I can yeah. cope. Um, okay. We've also had a text. Hello, Frank, Emily and Alan. I have a headache and have run out of milk. Under these circumstances, is it OK to have a red velvet cupcake for breakfast? Oh, God, yeah. Yes. God, I'm tempted to replay that jingle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the most YOLOs I've ever I'd say, heard. yeah, YOLO. <laughs> one of the most YOLO. Have a YOLO. There ought to be a chocolate <laughs> bar called a YOLO, it's which a is idea. really sweet, but you're just yeah. thinking, so what? Yeah. Hey, it'd be a good name for a dessert as well, wouldn't it? Yolo Talking cake. of jingles, we've heard from the Twitterati. Oh, yeah. What? Congrats at Frank on the radio, four years. Buzzy's sound effect has been sadly neglected of late. Oh, yeah. That is Please very give us some buzzwords and put this wrong right. That's a very good point. Now, let mm. me just uh, see I'll if have I can a little, find... I'll have a little hunt for Let's it. see if I can find that baby. There it is, yeah. Mm. Um, this is from Ella Marie. I have to tell you something about buzz for this to work. I'll tell you what's brilliant, I've realised. Yeah. For years, I've had a desperate urge while out walking in the street to just talk to myself mm-hmm. and mm. sing... Right, and you can't because people don't like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but when you get a baby, mm. uh, you can do it. So now I've got uh, my child, Boz. Um, I just walk down the street and talk to him. Sometimes I just take the pram out empty <laughs> and uh, and and talk about existentialism, and uh, and you can get away with it. So that's a little tip. If there's any mad people listening, get a pram. Yeah, I like I like the empty pram. It's like a thief, old school thief doing a bank job or you something. You never see. You used to see people with prams um, taking mm. bottles back to yeah. the uh, to the oh. off license. You don't see that anymore, but you know what? I think we might. Mm -hmm. I think we might soon. That's the way it's going. Yeah. Whereas, if we'd got a strict communist government, things (laughs) would be brilliant. (laughs) Is your obsession from these documentaries you've watched? I assumed it was reading, old style reading. I have done some reading as well. I've even been on the blooming web looking at Soviet... uh, The post... I have a theory about the information. Googling the gulag. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they they had a space race and everything. Well, well, you, you do love friends. that period no. in time. I suspect you're a Nadia Comaneci fan as well. All a bit that, later on, you see, yeah. I think it's really good for very young girls to after the 12 <laughs> hours of training a day. <laughs> Otherwise, what they're doing, texting? Forget about it. <laughs> Watching Gogglebox? Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've only discovered Gogglebox this well, morning. This is the new, this is the Cockrell's new obsession. <laughs> he loves it. It's not a new for obsession. Me, it's I've seen Soviet four minutes Russia. of it. <laughs> 
Um, that's more than I've seen of Soviet Russia, to be fair. Well, Daisy, the producer, does sometimes text in a sort of, you know, she says, turn on the telly, like a major international yeah. incident has just yeah. happened. She is our TV correspondent. And, apparently this and then it turns out it's like showbiz yeah. mums on Sky One or something. But let's not play this down. The cockle has been watching Gogglebox. I <laughs> saw about four minutes of What's it. What's the premise, I think? Wait, what channel is it? Is it Channel 4? People watching telly. Is people watching telly? And the camera's on them whilst they all watch the same programme, and then it just cuts from one living room to another, but with different sets of characters in that reality TV world. And they're deliberately so they're responding, responding to it. Yeah. I feel like you're pitching it to the <laughs> commissioning <laughs> editor. It's already been done. This, this what horse has bolted. Uh, what was that? Program now, you know. Sometimes you think of a program that you realise you've never had a conversation about, and you think, "Did I, did I dream this?" Yeah. yeah. Um, there used to be a program. And it used to show films like sort of old B movie films, and the, in the are... foreground there was two sort of monsters sitting, but you could only see them in silhouette. And they used to I was talk rich about and Judy. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <heck. laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, it was a book club. It wasn't B movies. <laughs> No, so you'd Monsters. see the film, and then it, it, you could see a silhouette, like there was two creatures sitting in the cinema, and they'd take the mickey out there. That was the Muppets. Are you sure this isn't the Muppets? The Muppets. No! You sure? No! That's very aggressive, like no. Proper, he, that's when he goes Birmingham. Proper no. monsters. I think the You only ever saw them in silhouette. <laughs> silhouette, that's a tricky one, isn't it? If anyone knows a show where there are two monsters... In watching films and making comments on them. Mark, let let Mark, me know. And it's not Mark Commode's review show. No, no, they didn't. No, even though they were monsters, their <laughs> hair was less ridiculous <laughs> than that. But um, no, it's. Uh, I'd like to know what that was. Silhouette, I think, is the most yeah. hard word to spell ever. You think so? In fact, that's going to be my New Year's resolution, 2014, to learn how to spell silhouette. Mm. Will you give me three months? Yeah. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Can I thank our fabulous readers for putting me out of my misery? I didn't imagine that programme where two monsters sit in silhouette in a cinema and talk no. about films. We've had many, many texts. Thank you so much, because I, I was getting a bit... Uh, yeah, it's called The Muppets. No, <laughs> no it's not. <laughs> It's called apparently um, Mystery Science 3000. And we've Mystery had Science Theatre. Or Mystery Science Theatre. Oh, come 3, on, what's it called? We've had a lot of people just slightly adapting it. Uh, I think it was called Cinema 2000, Mystery Science Theatre 3000, Mystery Science Theatre. Um, Hi, could that show have been Mystery Science 3000? I used to watch it in America. Cheers, Miranda. You don't think that what? was the Miranda that. Turn me down for that job in that sitcom. Oh, come on. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't go on about it. Yeah, it's she says... goes to America and stuff now because she's got a job in a sitcom, <laughs> unlike some people. Yeah. It said it um, had a guy and two robots mocking old movies. Oh, was there a guy? I just mm. see, I remember it's two monsters, but you know, I remember Good. it being like the best show that's ever been on television. I mm. think it may have been the best text in we've ever done because there's been more response to that than many of the things that we've chucked out. Yeah, well, but most of our texting suggestions are awful. <laughs> but that <laughs> one was... Know. I really, genuinely, really wanted to know about that. So that's Didn't you want brilliant. to do one about um, Russia this week? <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. I, I said, <laughs> let's, let's, do, let's do a text. Like, what do you think you'd enjoy about living in Soviet Russia? <laughs> And not, I wasn't refused, it was just not mentioned again. <laughs> so don't think that I live in some um, Stalin-type 
dictatorship here where I run the show. No. I don't. I'm allowed to think that I do, but hey. Let's give it a go. Let's, I uh, think you're more, think I think you you're more Brezhnev. Speaking of Stalin... You're more Gorbachev, actually. Let's, well, that's a good comparison, yeah. because I've worked out... Because in, in, when I've been looking into the Russian thing, and generally world history, mm. if you... I reckon if you get a leader who doesn't have a moustache, you're all right. That's oh, a, do you know what, Frank? You could have fun. a point. Yeah. It's, if you think, like, you know, your Stalins, your Saddams, your Adolfs... Your Mugabe fulcrum. Yeah, your Mugabe's. I mean, you know, I know Bob's got a pretty slimline job, but it's a moustache nonetheless. If you go um, clean-shaven, needn't mm. be clean-shaven, you can go Abe Lincoln. Abe Lincoln is such a good leader, he had a beard and he thought, but I'm not having a moustache because we all know where that can go. Yeah. He had the beard without. Fabulous, like a big chin mm. strap. Imagine the worry now if the next time we see Obama on the news he's just got a moustache. <laughs> if they grow a moustache, oh, troubles up. People would be worried, wouldn't they? That wouldn't be good at all. Mm. But um, So, um, so th- that's the texting. What do you think you'd enjoy about now? <laughs> Can't we have who's your fave Soviet Premier? <laughs> no. Oh, God. What about this for a texting? Have you ever picked up a hitchhiker? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Have you ever picked? Have you ever picked up a hitchhiker? I've never picked up a hitchhiker. No, I haven't either. I feel bad about it. I have been picked up as a hitchhiker once. Have you? D- are you hitchhiked? Once upon a time. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Canada. I've, been, I've hitchhiked. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was wrong with the person who picked me up? <laughs> I mean, I was. I was so drunk. And, <laughs> and a person... To be fair, you were living on the Central Reservation. At the, were you on the Central Reservation? Did you just wake up? I disappeared for two years. <laughs> I was living as his slave in, uh, in Ohio. Frank the Wild. You know, Ohio, it's only if... Only he ho- only. Oh, Lord. That's what the kids say. Ohio, only if he only. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to catch on. Yeah. Is it even how you spell Ohio? <laughs> oh, no. I know. It's only he, if only. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one for the teenage girls. It means you yeah. can look at a guy and think, oh, hi-ho. And it means what you're thinking is, only if he only. As in if, <laughs> if, he, if he loved me. <laughs> the order right. Yeah, and what I'm doing is I'm actually coining youth comma. talk <laughs> on air. I mean, as... On air, just like that, ping, you talk. That'll be, everybody will be using Ohio, no teenage girls. I might see him in the other states. I can, uh, <laughs> what about... Um, Mississippi. Oh, oh. <laughs> Hold on, I might need a pencil and paper. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We have to tell you on in the background here. Have you seen that advert? What's that Irish golfer called who's really good? Um, um, Rory McIlroy. Yeah, he does an advert now. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I, I know. I know he's not an actor by trade, but man, <laughs> he's not a natural man. born actor. I, you know, I think that Daniel Day Lewis would be a better golfer. And <laughs> <laughs> he's an oh well, man. He's not if he good. isn't now, he would be in a year and a half. Thing, like filming started. Well, like, oh god, can you imagine the work he'd put in? Oh, DDL. Yeah. He's a delivery company. Is he a delivery company? Yeah, yeah, he does that as well. Does he? Only if he's in training for a role. He's probably playing. He's doing the postman always rings twice, and even though (laughs) even though he's not playing a postman, because the word postman is in that, and also he's he's being a jeweller as well because of the the rings thing. He's doing that because it's in the title. Yeah, and. 
Yellow. He's doing it all twice as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 715 has texted in. 715. Gregor. It's been a while. Gregor, oh, are we allowed to read this? I think, it, yeah. well, I can tell you the state is Hawaii and... Oh, yeah, we were talking about, we're, we're coining um, youth expressions yeah. this morning. And these acronyms, they are, aren't they? Yeah, they're acronyms. So, Gregor says he always wants an interesting intercourse. Oh, well, yeah. intercourse obviously meaning conversation. Exactly. A That'd little less conversation. Yeah. That'd be good, the kind of boyfriend who isn't just all over you. He wants to chat and he's it nice debates. and interested. He's interested in yeah. you as a person. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Hawaii. Hawaii. He always <laughs> wants an interesting intercourse. That's what I like five about o. him. Yeah. I'd say 5 I, like I wouldn't even say Hawaii. I'd say he's very... And then I'd do one of those hula <laughs> shimmers. <laughs> You can't see it, but you know, I you know when they shake their front yeah, row seats it's a to that. Opportunity, isn't it? You know, in those songs where they have like the, the studio meow, cat, meow, meow. Mm -hmm. yeah, studio cat going. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the um, the Kodak Hula show once in uh, in Honolulu. Did you? I like the brand name. Mentioned. All these ladies all come out and go uh, at the Kodak Hula show. That's great. It's, mm. it's good. Uh, it's really tacky, uh, the whole Honolulu area. Yes, it is. tacky. We spent a lot of time in the airport. Um, Charlie and Cheem. Imagine if Charlie all... and Cheem, I love. Yeah. Well, I do, actually. Cartoon character names. Straight that could yeah. be like Ruby in the Dust. That could be a, a, mm -hmm. a chain of cafes. Imagine if all world leaders took part in Movember. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, that world, that That's would be... That's a really good idea. That's brilliant, because yeah. that, that would be the end of, of the world. Yeah. <laughs> it would, because they'd all become so bad that oh, they'd, they'd press the button. They would, definitely. Oh, man, don't talk about pressing the button. I'm in, I'm in the midst of trauma. This You're going week. a bit Soviet again, I'm pressing like, the button. I might tell you later. Okay. What else? Oh, yeah, I so I was on about my obsessions before. What about these yeah. for a texting? Mm. What obsessions have you had? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So you have quite high. And don't copy ones. me and say Tudor Britain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you both have quite high. Barry Basara doesn't uh, text in. That's going to be a long one. Is Barry Basara a Tudor Britain? Writer? I don't know if we should say it twice. No. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. All right, we'll you, move on. In fact, I feel you say it best when you say nothing at all. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Yeah. I get a bit jealous of the uh, of other people's obsessions because yours are like quite highbrow, aren't they? They're like, oh, glasnost and you know, art and this. Well, stuff. mine isn't not highbrow. Bookish, bookish. Not, not always. There was Zola Bod. Oh yeah. Mine is a king with syphilis. I wouldn't describe that as. But I don't know if we can. Yes, that. we can. It's can fine. We? Yeah, it's a medical it? term. It's fine. Oh, is it? I thought yeah. it was those very sharp fruits. <laughs> Whereas mine are stuff like I get obsessed with. When I like, say those very sharp fruits, I, can I say I, yeah. I meant? Yes. I, it wasn't homophobic. I, I, mean, I, I know meant exactly like, what you meant. <laughs> those sort of yellow. Do you know them? They're lovely. But yeah. they, why do they Sharon leave that fruits. scabby oh, leaf on the top? Oh, not a kumquat. I love a kumquat. I love a kumquat. So do I. They're great. I, when I used to have Action Man, I used to um, give him them as oranges. Did you? Yeah, so they, nice. I mean, in, in the tableau, he didn't eat them, obviously. He's an inanimate <laughs> creature. Yeah, but I'm I'd aware. set him, I'd, I'd have maybe, a bowl, maybe oh. a bowl of kumquats in the, um, in the dugout, you know, when they were up against... Uh, wow. I'd love to have seen you with your Action Man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what happened to him. Have you got those toys, those really significant toys, you, or things that generally that you never mm. remember throwing away, but they've gone? Is this another texting? <laughs> no, but what, but what is that? I never remember. <laughs> throwing away my action man would have been like a big thing for me. It would have been mm. like a state funeral. Yeah. Um, I don't. It's just gone. 
You know what? In a few years, when you're dumping Buzz's toys in the bin, <laughs> then yeah. or in the charity shop, you oh, realise exactly. this is, is what, what happened to my stuff. I've uh, still something. got, I've still got Big John. But I, I, um, uh, yeah. Tell us during a song. <laughs> Keep your management <laughs> out of this. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You can text us on eight twelve fifteen, and people are by in their droves. Oh. Mm. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. By the way, I don't know if I told you, a friend of mine from Birmingham has got uh, multiple personalities. <laughs> he did, just, yeah, yeah. I just thought for the people who weren't listening, it's such a good joke. Doing the same jokes at the top of the hour. I'm thinking I might do it on the hour, you know, <laughs> just for those who missed it. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it's annoying. Everyone will be talking about it, and then if you didn't hear it, yeah. Well, it's it's like, everybody talking about it. <laughs> a nation discusses. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so who, 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 who what, when, well, what did they say? Who are they? We've Why? Heard from, we've had various missives from the outside we've world. We've heard from Gary we? Smith. Oh, yeah. That sounds like that ne'er-do-well relative of the Middletons. I hope it is. I like him. The one that lives in Spain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who's, um, oh, whose house him. is called Casa <laughs> de Bang Bang or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> yeah. So the person I would have known Who's ten isn't? years ago. Um, hi, Frank, Alan and Emily. I once picked up a hitchhiker. Don't panic, it's fine. I've, okay. I've read it, it's clean. Because I sort of knew the chap and I felt guilty driving well past him. That's a lift, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> isn't it a lift if you know them? Although if they're hitchhiking and you know them, then... That's a weird yeah. area. Yeah. When, when mm-hmm. he says he knew him, was he a local, to use your phrase, Frank, colourful character? Oh, uh, You know the sort? It's the a sort bit itinerant. Of, do you mean drinker? Yes, I do. <laughs> I, I do think mean you can, you can read a lot into that sort of. Mm. I sort of knew. Okay, so you, you saw a guy who he sort of knew, picked yeah. him up. Felt guilty driving past him, though for all the time he was in the car, I felt nervous. So after that... I used to just drive past him. It's not much of a story, but I thought I'd share it anyway. Thanks, Gary. I think I like it. I do. If we're doing hitchhiker stories, I can uh, tell the one... When can my... I just ask a question? It yeah. just occurred to me. Legally, mm-hmm. where would I stand legally? If <laughs> yeah. I hailed a cab and it stopped and I got in and it stopped at my house and when he said that'll be 18 quid and I said, no, no, I was, I was hitchhiking. <laughs> Where, where, where would that leave me legally? Well, well Alan, Alan's your this, man on fiscal another, issues. Is this another text in? Where would that leave well, me I legally? Well, I, mean, I don't know how many people from the legal profession we have. I think uh, we might if have there are any black cab drivers, and I think that's a strong room. demographic for us listening, <laughs> they should tell us. Yeah, well, I know what they'd say. I'd get mm. my um, my glove compartment tronching out. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I, don't I think... saw that happen once. Did they have one of I those? Well, but this ca- one oh. cab driver I saw, he was brilliant, actually. It just, you know... Jollying along down the road, and there was some. Uh, there was three blokes um, shoving this bloke about, and he said, "Excuse me." He just took his truncheon out of the uh, out of the glove compartment and got out and and wielded it at these guys, and they ran off. And he rescued this citizen. Oh, oh, I have to say, I was uh, a bit concerned about the meter running out <laughs> during the altercation. I don't see why I should pay for his bravery. I'd I'm already paying for. The, I pay for the police, you know, for my taxes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, my mm. wife and I, when we were uh, hitchhiking, we were in Canada. You now, hitchhiked together? Yes. Oh, and, God, uh, you, you're like, sh- that poor woman. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it's she's, a, like, she's like those dogs at the homeless to be honest, we take did, on. Uh, like, hey, we they, did it they mainly. don't get the nice fireside. They have to be out on the bloody... Pa- oh, sorry, I've said bloody. I'm terribly... I apologise. Uh, 
We did. Um, <laughs> I said it last week. As we well. did lots right, of other travelling with uh, like pain, and we said, "Oh well, just as an experience, we should hitchhike a bit of it." And uh, in yeah, Canada, sure. it's massive. It's enormous. <laughs> Uh, tightest man in the world. I'm not the tightest man in the world. That's really hurtful. Okay. Um, uh, You're not tight, but you're so careful, somebody darling. I'm not that careful okay. either. Okay. I bought like okay. three things yesterday. Okay. Just so on yesterday, the romantic three things. hitchhiking I holiday. I know. I saw, I saw the Primark bag. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, now that this How is did you pitch it to her? The hitchhiker. I didn't. It was a oh. joint decision. She's an adult. <laughs> um, well, she's 17. <laughs> Would you be, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we did the hitchhiking, and these uh, these people stopped. We got in, and of course it's Canada, so the lift we were getting was six hours. I did mean, she do that thing? It's a massive country. Alan, that's not a lift, that's a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> she did that thing of adjusting her stocking just as they drive past, yeah. and then you came out from oh. behind the head. Well, they drove past us initially, and then reversed towards us. It was a bit strange. And they reversed towards us. We got in. <laughs> I love they the idea of wearing says, stockings on a hitchhiking holiday. But you know you I wore the stockings. Oh, yeah. yeah. All I've done really is get helped. black cabs. My, Easy. My little tip, by the way, if anyone's thinking of hitchhiking, using the old stockings technique, make sure that they're on your leg and not over your head. <laughs> yeah. It's so difficult to get people to stop that with the really legs. Yeah. It really helped once we'd rumbled that problem. Yeah. Well, look, let me come back. Me, if I can yeah. bookmark this anecdote, because yeah, I'm warming yeah. to it fabulously. Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Talk about high tops. <laughs> to me... High top boots, we should say, like oh, footwear. Yeah. YOLO, high tops? What's happened to <laughs> us? My this problem, show's got really street. My street. problem yeah. is what they did Fancy. to the... the tra- a trouser is, is not happy with a high top. They, they, they are pushed aside, crumpled. Yeah. So you have to go a bit twist and pulse and wear shorts all the time. People are wearing skinny jeans well, skinny, now. So you the see, they suit the skinny jeans. Yeah, it reminds me like those. Do you remember those two um, animated pipe cleaners, Frederick and Philopat? They were, they were. I think they were East European. No, that, did they, they had, watch films in silhouette? Um, I don't know. <laughs> is this another text? Then? This was uh, <laughs> I, if I, if anyone remembers Frederick and Philopat, I'd be really impressed. <laughs> they, they sound they, like. Pe- Friends of my parents. They were animated pipe cleaners, but they had like quite big, um, like shoe type ankle things, mm. and and that's what it reminds me of the skinny jean and the high top. Anyway, um, you know we were, we were talking about hitchhiking. Well, Alan's we just had Al to take us into the rest of your anecdote. Sam has just texted us to say I picked up a hitchhiker on the M40. He turned out to be a roadie for the Sex Pistols. They'd done a gig in High Wycombe. The roadies had been given a case of beer after they'd packed up the van, and while they went back in the venue to drink it, someone nicked the van. That's from Sam oh, Scott. Uh, that's a good story for it the is. roadie. That's one of those stories that he'll tell when he's like, I he used will. to be a roadie and this happened. That's good. Whereas our story's not that exciting. Should I, I should say that we, we, it's, um, it's hitchhiking day. <laughs> let's call it, not, not the whole day, let's call it Rutger Hauer. Nice. Oh, I love eh? it. I'm not sure how we got to hitchhiking, but anyway, no, we got I'm in not. the car, and uh, um, these Canadian, this Canadian couple, elderly, said, oh, hello, and they set off. My wife and I are talking to them. Can I just stop you? It's not often you hear brackets used in casual conversation, but this Canadian couple, elderly, they uh, <laughs> yeah. perfect yeah, use of that. verbal brackets. I do a lot of brackets in emails as well. Anyway. My, um, my drink, of, my bottle of water here in the studio is in brackets every Saturday morning because Sarah, the assistant producer, leaves a banana either side of it curled oh, around. Nice. nice. Yeah. It's it's excellent. A, yeah. I've um, eaten one now, so... 
So it's closed brackets. Yeah, it's very much closed <laughs> yeah. brackets, but there's no open brackets. <laughs> anyway. So we talked to them for, I would say, probably about an hour, nothing. They didn't turn and answer us at all. So we're thinking, this is a very weird lift. They didn't speak. That, well, they said hello and then set off and then just it felt like they were ignoring us. And we're saying, yeah, thanks for the lift. It's nice, isn't it? And blah, blah. And then an hour in, one of them turned around and went, oh, by the way, he's deaf in that ear and I'm deaf in that ear. They were oh. deaf on each side of their head, but the critically important side, if you were leaning through the car to speak to them. And oh. then they turned out to be lovely, but it was quite... Um, you see, my problem with first. that, then, if I knew that, I'd it'd be like, how far can you go? <laughs> <laughs> what is the worst thing we can say about these people? <laughs> in, in a, from a courage <laughs> point of view, that we'd have, that how abusive would we be prepared to be in, in trusting their deafness? <laughs> because deafness, it can waver. Yeah. But if you gamble, really got to... Yeah, just mm. how brave are you? No, this is what I'm going to say. God, that'd be a great game. If you know any, if you know an, an old couple who are deaf in one ear, why not play that this weekend? Because people just sit home and watch the telly instead of being more uh, proactive. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Boys, we need to talk about Kim. Boys, yes, we need to talk about Kim. Boys, would have boys, been a great, boys. would have been a great Korean movie. Yes. Well, this is um, not Kardashian. This is um, Kim Jong-un. Yes. And um, I've got a bit of an obscure crush on him, I have to say. He's a bit He's a bit Elvis. He's a bit young Elvis, I think. I, I tell you what I like. Uh-huh. I've always thought it looks really cool, that very like sh- short sides on hair. Sort of buzz cut. I love that. Yeah, mm. he's got a great buzz cut. Brilliant, brilliant hair. It's called a high top. Brilliant hair. Top? Not black a great top. human rights record. However, but no moustache, so he's probably okay. Well, yeah, exactly. I think yeah. that's what we should look. I don't know if they. Do you think good, that bodes well? They're not good at moustaches. The uh, <laughs> the Orientals. Eel wasn't a fan either. I don't know where Oon stands, but Eel wasn't a fan. Was it on here that I was bemoaning the loss of the Fu Manchu moustache? <laughs> yes, I think it might very be. probably. Now, why doesn't he get one of those? Why don't you ask him? He seems a reasonable guy. Look into um, that. He's been having a sort of bromance with. Dennis Rodman, former basketball star. Have you heard about this? It's one of the most remarkable. It's it's one of my (laughs) favourite pairings that I've ever seen in photograph history. It's it's, it's my favourite politician stroke celebrity pairing since George I and Peter the (laughs) Wild. They're such an unlikely pairing. I believe that this may be the beginning of a cop film. That's that's how unlikely yeah. friends they are. Yeah. I, I can't imagine they aren't about to solve a crime together whilst not getting on that's all the right. way. That's right, that could work. Rodman and Oon. Although they are getting on. And uh, he, yeah, Rodman let out a state secret, didn't he, when he went back to America and said, oh, yeah, he's he got a daughter. He doesn't understand. <laughs> They're quite secretive him and, there. Him and Kim would be... Him and Kim... Him and Kim. That's the programme. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he doesn't... Funny it'd been Mel, if it'd been, per, if it'd been Mel Gibson, it would have been perfect. Mel and Kim. Oh, well, what a chance they missed there. Is so it too really? late? Yeah, I, I think I, it is. I, I think there's more of a chance you'd get on with Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> Mel Gibson, I think... Um, I, I think yeah. Mel Gibson might be a bit more a right wing. And Kim Jong-un. <laughs> yeah, or whatever Kim... I don't know what wing they are, really. I imagine them, I like to think they've become sort of, because he called him friends for life. He said he's my mm. friend for life. 
Well, yeah. the last time I saw an example of Dennis Rodman in, in friendship mode was when he left the Big Brother house and turned to the <laughs> remaining men and went, hey, string fellows. <laughs> I, I wonder if he said that to, to Kim Jong-un as they left. Hey, Kim, string fellows. I'll be there. I think Friends for Life is North Korean for Bessie Mates, isn't it? That's it. I think he might have given him one of those sort of Clinton's cards with the teddy bear holding a heart. I hope he did that. Ah, brilliant. But he did say... So, he's firstly, he's, he's sung like a canary. He's revealed too much information about the regime. They're, quite, they're not very open. They well, like to keep things... But there was only one photo in circulation of Kim Jong-un, aged 11. It was a bit Carlos the Jackal. Really? For about 20 years, that's the only photo yeah, you could see. Yeah. I believe he now features... You know, I used to be a massive fan of uh, Kim Jong-il looking at things, that yes. website, yes, yeah. there's pictures of his dad just looking at things. Uh-huh. Um, they've now got um, Kim Jong-un looking at things as well. Oh. And it's yeah. just him, like, at a, at a factory looking at a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you something, they go to the... Can you believe this? This, this is the kind of um, regime they've got. They go to biscuit factories and stuff, and they don't wear the white, the white hat. Like, you, know, you, wear, see, you know when you saw Margaret Thatcher at a biscuit yeah. factory? Or Tim Vine, yeah, for they example. Don't, they don't care. Yeah, mm. Tim Vine. Mm. We've uh, not had any text in about um, Kim Jong-un or Dennis Rodman thus far. <laughs> Just, really? It's been a very communicative show so far, but uh, it seems like, yeah, people are perplexed, perhaps. He, but Dennis Rodman has tried to sort of intervene politically... Which I, I don't like it when they do that, the celebrities. You don't think that's his role? Well, he did say... <laughs> Surely it's ex- democracy. We, we, can, we can all intervene politically. That's what it's about. <laughs> he says he loves basketball and so does President Obama. So they have that in common. And there is even more they could talk about if Obama would just pick up the phone and call him. Yeah, I didn't like that. It felt a bit like my mate fancies you. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like that. I don't want Dennis Rodman being a go-between no. <laughs> international well, What about if he brought about... Brought I, I must what? say, the frustrating <laughs> thing for me is I've just made this series for Channel 5 called Frank Skinner's North Korea. <laughs> And I feel that I've been slightly... You know, you uh, missed a pun there. You yeah. could have had Frank Skinner's comedy career. Oh. Oh. Yeah, but it's a very serious stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-comedy you career. You take it very seriously. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to have a programme called Frank Skinner's non-comedy career. <laughs> Why not? Well, I've already got I Love My Country to look forward to. <laughs> Frank! Um, so, I, um... <clears throat> <clears throat> I um, did you get? I've been to access, North. Did you I've get what we call it. access in the trade? I've been to North Korea. Have you? Shut up! I have. No, <laughs> I have. Um, Hang on, is this one of your flights of fancy? No. Oh no! Oh, I you have. say flights of fancy? I call them lies. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing <laughs> untruths. Yeah. Um, so, no, I've been. I have been. Oh, I've, have you? I've, I stepped, know that. I've stepped across the border. Yeah. I was in South Korea, and when you go to up to the uh, border. There's a, a, a hut, and down the middle of the hut is a line, and you go one side of the line and you're in South Korea, and the other oh. side you're in... Or you can straddle. Like David Hasselhoff did. Yeah, he straddled. Yeah. That was the, that was the, the, the wall, Berlin. wasn't he? Um, he's now fighting to keep the, the wall up. Did you know that? <laughs> no. Is he? Because there's a bit of wall left, they're going to knock it down, and he's leading the campaign to keep that wall as a serious monument, basically to one gig that he did. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so I I stood and I went there and uh, I I was with the American army and they gave me binoculars and I looked across at at a sort of a lookout point and there was a Korean man um, looking back at me Mm. with binoculars, military figure, and I waved to him and uh, 
I did. I waved to him. He didn't wave back. Can you believe that? Oh. If he'd have waved back, we wouldn't have needed Rodman. You could have run <laughs> into the middle and played football together we pla- and broken we pla- Pipes apiece. Well, we played football, but we played our side of the thing. I refereed uh, a football match between the Americans and the, uh, the South Korean soldiers. Is that right? Mm. It's a very... I'm not making this up. You look across and it looks like there's a big... Uh, I said I thought it was poor. Look at that fabulous city over there. And he said, oh, yeah, look a bit closer at that. And it was um, it was like... It was two-dimensional. It was just... They'd put up these big... They call that boarding. Potemkin villages. Yeah. So I don't that, like oh, that. Really? I mean, at a time, we're making 3D movies. They're making 2D cities. I wow. love yeah. that. And they play this sort of martial operatic music blast out across as well. Mm. So obviously I went and knocked on the door of one of the 2D buildings mm-hmm. and said, can you pipe down a bit? <laughs> <laughs> Noisy neighbours. It was, it was an ex- interesting experience. We're talking about Potemkin facades on Absolute Radio this morning. Yeah, of course. What's it's, your favourite Potemkin facade? It's been a very oppressive regime morning. Yes, on, has. Uh, on here. But you know, I don't know if that's a bad thing. Um, the fact is I didn't make a list of things I wanted to do by the time I was 40, so I have to improvise. It's as simple as that. What about this? Hey! Email corner! Yes, we've finally got there, folks. We've arrived in that that little oasis of calm. I and like we'll it. It's a bit Jeff Lloyd, that. We'll be staying in it for some time, because mm. uh, the f- email I'm about to read you is, is quite, it's quite a long one, but stick oh. with me. Hi, Frank, the divine Emily and Mr Cockles. Uh, I'm... <laughs> yeah... I'm currently living in Australia and listen every week to your podcast. The other evening, the local wildlife provided me with inspiration for a television show that would ideally star Frank and Mr Cochrane. That's me. Okay. Sorry sorry about that, eh? My inspiration is a small lizard that has taken up residence in my bathtub and is unable to scramble out, yet when I attempt to catch him and release him outside, he bolts down the plug hole. As we have reached a stalemate, and I always shower instead of bathing anyway... We've oh, formed God. an entente cordiale. Is that how you say it? <laughs> Entente cordiale. Yeah. And oh, live in harmony. I was going to leave. I was so embarrassed I couldn't speak. <laughs> I just chucked a bit of extra vowel sounds in. I thought. You did? As I looked into his kind exactly yet terrified little face, <laughs> yeah. I came up with the title of a new light entertainment television show. Oh. Well, we're, uh, we're probably available, aren't we? In Gecko and the Funny Men... Oh. Frank Skinner and Alan Cochran visit houses where small lizards have taken up residence and learn well, that David sometimes Ike. those with the coldest blood have the warmest hearts. Scientifically accurate as well. I Good like work. that. The coldest blood, the warmest heart. I um, I once uh, worked with a uh, tortoise. Mm-hmm. You've uh, worked with them all, haven't I you? Have. This was, uh, yeah, but that's no way to speak about Vanessa Redgrave. <laughs> no, I, worked, I worked with a tortoise and what I, what I found, it was quite a hot day. Oh. And if you held the tortoise very close to your face, the the breath that leaves a tortoise's nostrils... I'm saying tortoise since I lived in... I always used to say tortoise, but it's mm-hmm. one of the things I've become more sophisticated. Yeah. Uh, cold air comes out of his nostrils. No so you know those little fans, which are a bit fiddly and often break? Get a tortoise. Really? Oh, yeah, it, oh it's lovely when it breaks oh, out. Well, I did have one, but I'm afraid it, it died in a croquet incident. Oh, dear. Yeah. Did you live in Alice in Wonderland? No. <laughs> but we had a lawn and we played croquet, and anyway, the tortoise died. 
a neighbour killed it during a game of croquet. It's I can't a terrible imagine story. how that happened unless the neighbour arrived by steamroller. Mm. With the mallet. Anyway, okay. um, so, as you were... The, uh, the chap continues. I believe the show pretty much writes itself, and I shall CC uh, Channel 5 and ITV2 in this email conversation, already trying to create a bidding war. I like his work. Mm. What I'm worried about is that we've got, a, we've got a, a gecko in, and we haven't found a place for Michael Greco. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. seems wrong. Do you remember that advert in the papers? Enjoy the Marbella sun with Michael Greco <laughs> for a golfing holiday. I mean, it's one of the best things that's ever happened. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I should just uh, say that that email that was suggesting uh, Gecko and the Funny Men, mm. uh, he does add, unfortunately, my sexist title excludes Emily from the show, so as compensation, if the lovely oh, Miss Dean... Should find herself in the Melbourne area, nice place of the world, apparently. In the next three weeks, then I have a Groupon 60% off dining voucher that's near expiry, and I could wish for no greater dining companion. Uh, and that's from Declan, originally think, from Donegal. I think you and him will get on. I think well. he and I have got a lot in common. <laughs> mm, there's a bit of me well. that's thinking, wow, Groupon's in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> there's a bit of me that's thinking, what is Groupon? Oh, no, really? <laughs> mm, that's, that's no joke. Um, <laughs> No, well, that's, uh, that's tremendous. We've had stuff. a text in as well. Can I say, I heard, I heard a programme on Radio 4 the other day about them trying to find oil in, mm -hmm. um, in Ireland, in the Dorky area, you know, where um, um, you two have got... Oh, yes, yeah. I don't think they're dorks, are they? <sighs> you... Um, and uh, I couldn't believe it was about looking for oil in Ireland, and it wasn't called Emerald Oil. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what a miss. Oh, I mean, miss who are these people? Why don't they just call me? <laughs> <laughs> Next. 740 has texted in Turtle Wipeout. Very good. In reference to my that deceased is, turtle. That's very good, Turtle Wipeout. I'd watch that programme as well, but I don't know how popular it would be with um, Petter. Mm. I don't mean Petter Czech. The, uh, <laughs> actually, if I might send them a... a a check. If I sent them an animal rights petter, it'd be a petter check. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Have we got time for a secondary email? Who knows what we've got time for? Daisy? No. No, she <laughs> said. Oh. Can you believe that? You see, again, you think I run riot on this show, but in fact I'm under a very strict regime. Honestly, <laughs> it, it's like Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 81215 or follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Speaking of Twitter, this uh, friend of mine, <laughs> she has this multiple uh, personality. Oh, no, is she okay? Yeah, I think she'll be all right. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. That's that done, then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, we we should speak about a news story. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not aware of this lady's work, but loose women star Andrea McLean is that how you say Andrea? Andrea, Andrea. I think Andrea. Is it McLean or McLean? Oh my goodness! Um, I, anyway, afraid. who cares a lot of about pronunciation? She's she's off of loose women. She's off of loose women, but also she's a weather girl, isn't she? Oh, is exactly. she? Mm. <clears throat> she was a weather girl. She's gone up in the. I world. didn't like the way your interest was a bit peaked when Frank said. Um, I like the use of the word peaked because mm. mm. mine troughed. <laughs> <laughs> 
She uh, she got a part in a film and uh, she got out too soon. Now is the time to be a weather girl. On a day like this, you must be thinking, God, really why is. did I quit too early? Yeah, I'd be all yeah. over the goggle box. I've missed out on the whole global warming <laughs> boom. I'd have been brought in as an expert on things, and now look at me, I'm doing loose swimming. Yeah, that job, as we know, they're ruthless. They, they can go any moment from there. Yeah, mm. oh, it's like being a football manager. It is. It is. She got this part in this um, in this film called A Landscape of Lies. And oh, I like, I like it. was a £20 time. million pound a gangster film. And it turned How out much did it cost? It was a £20 million gangster film. Doing good, Nicola. I don't yeah. know. When was this no, a no, film? I don't know if she got the £20 million. The, no. Um, no, but anyway, she was. Oh. It turned out she to got be a, lost their own. It turned out to be a fraud. It was a cover up. And, but they actually. Gave her the job, and some other actors, uh, including Mark Bannerman from EastEnders. Bannerman. Oh, you see, that's got to hurt Greco, hasn't it? Because yeah. they were the Beppe DeMarcos. I think that was one well, character's was name. No, but I called them the Beppe DeMarcos. Okay. <laughs> but Mark that... Bannerman was Gianni, I think, if I remember rightly. I, I love your knowledge of this Gianni. period of EastEnders, can <laughs> yeah. I just say? It's one of my favourite things about you. No, I yeah. used to watch it in those days, and I remember. In fact, as he said to me, Gianni, remember me. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> and the mom, of course, was uh, Louise Jameson, who used to be um, Tom Baker's uh, companion. Is that right? He got Is... that on his Doctor Who yeah, alert. Of course, he was complaining. App, Can I say he was complaining this morning about his Doctor Who alerts? <laughs> because he was getting spam alerts. He said, oh, they tell you about other things, and he doesn't like that. I don't, my, my Doctor Who alerts, alerts <laughs> I, I should be about Doctor Who, whereas what they, yeah. what they do, they have a lot of... Like it's about Broadchurch a lot, just lately because David Tennant is in Broadchurch. When when they leave the series, they don't exist, as far as I'm concerned. Oh. Yeah. I don't want to know Soviet what Soviet Russia. What's going to be next? David Tennant's on Christian O'Connell's show. Yeah, you're not bothered, are you? Forget about no. it. Um, anyway, I said that if I met him, I'd be like a giggling child. You'd be like child. a rat up mm. a drain pipe <laughs> trouser. Well, um, go so far as to say. <laughs> 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 So but they, anyway, they um, they were they were they made the film, or they, they made had a bit to make of the, the film. film because Hold on, so they made the film. Well, so they done it as a tax scam. No, it was I think a scam. They made a bit of the film, and the oh, Inland no, Revenue started sniffing around. So what yeah, they I said hate is, it when they did that, well, so do I. <laughs> yeah, but they then thought, oh my god, we better make this film quickly so that we've got something to show. And then it went HMRC. and won an award. And then it ended up winning an award. What? But I've it's seen amazing. a clip of this hastily cobbled together film. Have you seen it? It looks rather no. good. It does <laughs> look hastily cobbled together. It does rather. Andrew <laughs> McLean plays a sex therapist, bisexual sex therapist. All oh, right. Yeah. She's good. It's the absolute radio at um, <laughs> 11 minutes past All 10. acceptable, yeah. well, acceptable... No, exactly. Mexican. Um... But she's some. I what I was thinking though is Andrew McLean. I think at Loose Women she's going to be giving it the big in a bit around yeah. that green room at Loose Women. I bet she was boasting a lot. Oh, then Denise then Welsh wouldn't have liked that. And then it turns out it's a scam. Yeah, I feel sorry yeah. for a lot of actors because it turns out when they get a job, like the the time that's their time to sort of brag about it, and then suddenly they find out it's part of a complex VAT fraud. It's terrible. I feel sorry for Egg the producer Jimmy Carr. <laughs> that was his first big movie. <laughs> I feel sorry for Danny Dyer. Why wasn't he cast? If it's a low-budget, rich gangster film, he should have been in it. Well, we I think we can, What about? I mean, let's not mention it in front of the cockerel. But <laughs> oh, he wasn't asked even to do a film that was just a tax dodge. Oh, this oh. is a man who used to be the asthmatic. What was it? What was Jason it? the asthmatic? Jason the asthmatic. Yeah. Always I mean, in everyone. How the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
fake film that we uh, we were just talking. Well, I say fake film. The film that was a tax dodge. Mm. Uh, I know we try not to read out Daily Mail comments on the show, mm. but one of my favourite ones. Somebody said they should make a film out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh yeah! Make a film out of the fake film fraud. That's not a bad idea. It's not yeah. a bad idea. And yeah, I do we try do and resist. Shall we do it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know we were going to leap from that order. suggestion to us doing it. I'm thinking we should. What roles would we? We're about right. It, we're about due now for a film, aren't we, us three? Yeah, you're thinking it could bring you your tax bill down. Is that what you're thinking? No, but I, you know, I think it's it's about like for example, what about this for a commercial idea, not involving us, a commercial idea, mm-hmm. if. If it was down to me and I was going to do be a theat- if I was going to be a theatrical impresario, yeah, with a cloak, uh, yeah, I would I would get Calendar Girls oh, on yeah. the road with all the women played by the Loose Women cast. You'd be oh. pat, be pat with mm. with middle aged women throughout. Mm. Be brilliant. But I thought about us three, right? And but I do a bit of gender, a bit of gender swapping. Right, right. This so is the worst the idea you've ever had. Yeah, Emily, Emily as Prince that. Charles. <laughs> yeah, um, Prince Charles. Alan as Diana, and me as uh, Camilla Parker Bowles. <laughs> we can do the, the. There are three people in this marriage that thing. Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, I'd need virtually no makeup. <laughs> I'd need a bit. <laughs> if I'm playing Lady Di, you'd need a blonde wig and oh, shave that beard off. Might have to have a shave. Yeah. I'm going to have to wear some, find some suit at Oxfam. You're just going to have to stop dying for yeah. a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> Happily do that. Oh, well, it's the next step for us, I think. Shall we go yeah. back to um, the corner? Yes, shall we? Corner. Email corner. I'm the not going to press email. the jingle because we don't have time. No. <laughs> so I'm going to... This is from Jim in Wiltshire. Oh, Jim. He says... Why if he lives near Stonehenge? Well, I'm hoping so. Yeah. My parents would always point that out to us on the way there. Whenever I had a thing... Whenever anyone here. says to me, I'm, I'm, you know, I was in Wiltshire, I went through Wiltshire, I live from, I come from Wiltshire, I always think... Anywhere near uh, Stonehenge. Yeah. Right. Always think that. Everyone says that. Is it the A404? <laughs> Why do I know that? I, I don't, don't know, know, but you love roads. I, I just think, I, I think it might be, though. <laughs> so Jim that. says, Hi, Frank Emily and the Cockerel. I found myself a couple of urinals along oh. from Frank at the oh. BFI on Sunday. Sorry, everyone. Just before the Doctor Who screening. Is, I this, was, is this a spraying complaint? Well, no. no. Oh, good. It says, I really wanted to say how much I love your show, but it didn't seem an appropriate moment to embark on a conversation, and I doubt in the circumstances if you would have been prepared to shake my hand. Mm -hmm. Indeed. I'm always tense at a urinal. So what is the correct celeb and gents etiquette? Should I have said hello, or does the standard stare straight ahead in silence protocol override all others? That is all. I think what you have to do is you have to wait till I'm outside and then do it i think you have to go outside get out first even if you have to if you have to um, pull out it early on the on the uh, on on the act and then wait outside the act. Uh, you know, if well, the I, act. I don't want to say the passing of water. He's a passing of water, Jim, and then wait outside, and then we could have spoke about the old days. Jim also says, "I realise with regret that my very mention of Doctor Who means that any attempt at a night's move on Emily will be doomed to failure." It was a great day it, out that Doctor Who event. Oh. I don't know why people always think that people are into Doctor Who are sort of weirdos. I, I well, can't imagine. No, I can't. I find them to be warm-hearted and extremely bright people. If mm. a little confused about toilet e- etiquette. Well, this guy is a good question. You know, what question. do you do? I, I think the thought... guys at Forbidden Planet are a good dating pool, frankly. 
Well, I just, I find, I know people take the mic, but every mm. sci-fi event I've ever been to, people just seem very bright. Um, they are bright. They don't we've bath had, much, but we've they're We've had bright. news yeah. in, it's the A303, not the 404, oh, which well, is near Maidenhead, so it's good, good of Fiona to clear <laughs> that up. Thank you very much. Yeah, see? So you think we mean no good with maps? I don't think that. <laughs> but, well, how would you put that in my mouth? As, as if I would say that? You're a man, aren't you? <laughs> aren't no, you? Not, not really. Are you not a man? Not very manly then, man. Well, then maybe you can look at this I'm script I've written about, um, <laughs> about the Prince Diana. Um, I met Katie Manning at that thing. You know Katie Manning used to be a, another um, companion? You know Katie Manning? No. No. Okay, well, she, um, she's very nice. She's a well-known actress. And we spoke, and she held my hand throughout the conversation. And I said, how oh, lovely, Katie Manning. The whole time she spoke to me, she held my hand. And this guy said, yeah, she's my- myopic. That's why. And sometimes, on one occasion, she's speaking to someone, they walked away, and she carried on speaking. Ever since then, she holds them close. Oh. What a clever idea, if there's anyone who's short-sighted. Remember that. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Well, we've had a quite a strange hitchhiking story, though, which oh. I'd like to share with you. Oh, from. well, this is hitchhiking. Don't mind. It's oh, hitchhikers. In case you don't know, it's Hitchhikers Weekend on Absolute <laughs> Radio. Where a lot of the shows are continuing this uh, theme. And um, Christian O'Connell is hitchhiking to is it Inverness mm-hmm. um, with, with his team, and that's all being taped. That'll be on the show next week. Looking forward to it. This is from Ashley. Hi, Frank. I lived in Dubai as a boy. One day we took a trip to a neighbouring emirate where we met a Bedouin next to his broken down truck. I love it so far. Yeah, me too. I can hear the sand swirling. Mm. We gave him a lift to the nearest town. Not being able to com- communicate, my mum offered our hitchhiker a biscuit from the pack we'd taken along for the trip. Lovely. Our hitchhiker probably hid the entire packet under his caftan and they were never to be seen again. Mm. Betty threw them away at the garage as well. Talk- is, is there going to be a. It feels like there should be a punchline. I thought it was going to be a hobnob joke or something. He then yeah. says, talk about taking the biscuit. That's from Ashley. Huh? In Bangkok. This is strange. Yes. And it doesn't paint the Arab world in a good light. <laughs> no. I think we should say this is a one-off character. <laughs> yeah. And, um, we don't want the Arab world suing us for defamation. No, I mean, I'm, you, know, you know, my book, Understanding Arabs, is still selling quite well. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Frank, you you're can't... the perfect person to deal with this kind of correspondence. <laughs> well, I, if, you know, I wonder how the sales of that have how? gone. I don't agree disaster. that one bad apple can spoil the whole bunch it was a biscuit, to be fair. Yeah, I, you know, okay. It was. It could have also been a misunderstanding. We know there was a language barrier mm-hmm. when they said have a biscuit. They might have thought he said put these on the caftan. We'll say no more about it. Mm-hmm. You with me? I'm with you. We've had some texts in. Oh yeah. Stuart um, has suggested could be a good subject. Um, famous people you've shared a urinal with. Well, not shared it. Well, I suppose shared a urinal. Not, Mine is. Mine is Brian Lara and Mark Thomas. You're that's reading that as Stuart there, aren't you? Not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's pretty good. Brian Lara. No, I've you? only shared with Richard Wilson once. Am it's I? an Auburn still on offer, Emily. Thank you, Stuart. Oh, OK. That is a good text in people you've shared a urinal with. Mine yeah. is uh, the it's a lovely one for me. player, Habel Xavier. Is that, oh, yes. is that how you say that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's, that's a good one. I don't know who else. Well, I've done several sort of ex-footballers because... Um, yes, I bet you have. Yeah, there's, when you go into the, like, the press lounge at West Brom... Oh, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a toilet there and there's, there's often... 
you know, some Alan McAnally or someone might be in there, or, so, or John Aldrich, I think, was in there once. Mm. Oh, really? We've also had um, good, a couple of texts that are two sides of the same coin. Um, someone called uh, Lacretus has uh, oh, emailed, emailed saying, shut up and play more music. <laughs> um, right. And the other side of the coin is uh, usually listen on the podcast. What you need but... to do, uh, Lacretus, is, is get a CD. <laughs> yeah. Lacretus, a Roman emperor, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Lacretus. He was, he was a tyrant. The attitude of a Roman emperor. <laughs> <laughs> the other side of the same coin is uh, usually listen on podcasts, but listening to radio today, music and adverts are getting on my nerves. So, hey, And there you oh. have the fabulous variety of the human I race. wouldn't have normally read the negger, the uh, no, negative it's the person. It's okay, I, have, I, uh, I respect those opinions. I well, it's, it's just if we've got both sides, I feel like it's balanced, isn't it? It's not as damaging. Yeah. But okay. yeah, we won't be shutting up. Just put your CD player on. No, but you know... <laughs> they don't have those in ancient Rome. <laughs> I, I want to win uh, Lu- Lucre- Lucretius. Yeah. I want to win them over. Be they male, female... Um, I have an email. From ancient Rome, or even fictional. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that, that they're listening now saying, I saw me Or in fact, they're saying, oh, got to be mentioned on the radio. I've decided I like talking now Probably, better than yeah. music. <laughs> I'm a long-time reader and English teacher here in the German Black Forest. Oh. Lovely. Lovely. Last oh. week I had prepared... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, can, can, Black Forest can, you start, can you start this again? Oh, okay. I'm a long-time reader and an English teacher here in the German Black Forest. Keep going. Last week I had prepared an English exercise and proudly declared to my advanced student Tim, this should be right up your Strasse. Ah. To which he replied in a German accent, Oh, wow, do you really say that in England? Could the lovely Emily please explain to poor Tim that it's one of her trademark ejaculations? In return, Tim and I would be very happy to introduce Emily to some of the local uh, gatto, should she be in our neck of the forest. That's all, Tamsin. Oh, thanks, Tamsin. What I like about that is, as the music, the, the middle of the road music continued, your voice got a bit more, hey, and what about I was, yes. to, I, was, I was battling it, it was loud In case you're wondering what that music was, it was Hurst uh, Jankowski with A Walk in the Black Forest, which is quite a big uh, hit. Yeah, mm. and I'm <laughs> always happy to hear about Black Forest Gatto. It reminds yeah. me of my childhood, Sarah Lee. Sarah reminds Lee? me of when Sarah I used to eat carbs. Well, that music reminds <laughs> me of my childhood. And Hurst Jankowski looks a lot like um, George Michael. Of course, if he brought out a song called A Walk in the Black Forest, it'd be a whole <laughs> different ball game. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I needed the pass right just now because I needed to go to the latrines mm. and Sarah wasn't around and she's just confessed that she wasn't around because she said, I'm sorry, I had to go and get my hand cream. <laughs> that's quite a strange excuse, if you don't mind me saying. I have to say, um, it is a strange, but I, for the first time in my life, recently have started using hand cream. How are you finding it? Well, it's lost, me a, it's lost me a lot of trapeze work. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you, but um, it's I, it, that's my problem. Is I do it and then I go on my Kindle, so and it's covered oh. in smears. Oh yeah, oh, God. I don't think they're a good combo, the Kindle and hand cream combo. No, but what are you supposed to do? I don't like do? the way what, this what, is going. No, but what do you do after hand cream? Because you are you have got slippy. Don't you just dab deal? on a towel after you've done it? Is that well? Not? What's the point? I have hand, I or put it on it, throughout the day. You have to once fully. you get to a woman of my age has to. But you've got a lovely soft skin. Thank you so like. much. Yeah, I've still got that. It's um 
It's in the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> um, We've had some urinal. Pet, pet will be found in up there. Today. We have. It's all right. It's human. <laughs> we have oh. had an email that's entitled Frank Skinner, who I've shared a urinal with. There is a dash. I don't think he's suggesting that he's shared a urinal. We've done that one, haven't we? Yeah. Hi everyone. I hope you're well. I was on the St Clair ferry in the 1980s. It travels from Aberdeen to Shetland. It was a fairly rough journey, and I went to the urinal only to find I was standing next to Elvis Costello. Fantastic. Um, the ship lurched, and um, yeah. He wasn't best pleased, but I just smiled. Elvis was en route to the Shetland Folk Festival. I wouldn't be surprised if he's since written a song about the incident. I think mm. the ship lurched and there was um, an accident. Yeah. As I Frank Spencer would say, we're in a bit you, of trouble. Is someone going to say accidents will happen? <laughs> <laughs> I was made moist by the boy at my side. <laughs> Very yeah. excellent one. I had a strange um, Elvis Costello, but anyway, it's for another, st- another time. We don't have time now. My um, dad shared a urinal aboard HMS Bristol, this is Ben, which was docked in Vancouver with Mick Fleetwood. Oh, that's good. My dad, I think, was uh, once shared a urinal with uh, Dave Vancouver on a ferry that was um, docked in Fleetwood. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird... Do you remember Dave Vancouver? No. No. He was, um, he's a big, big fan of the Brocade Westcott. How was he? Oh, oh yeah. God, yeah, he loved it. In a sort of beadle way. Pre, Pre-Virgo, he was uh, he was wearing that. Oh, like yeah. a pearly king. Yeah. He was a guy, he used to do um, shadow puppetry. Oh, yeah. Very elaborate, mm-hmm. with like yes. an OHP. And he'd have like, oh, like a, cat, a, a man would come in with a dog, and then there'd be another man talking. Like You're thinking, all with two hands, incredible. Mm-hmm. That was Dave Vancouver, who I just made up. (laughs) (laughs) Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Before we go, could we please discuss (laughs) this extraordinary woman who managed to get herself into a child's high chair. Did you oh, see this yes, photograph? I, I did. It's, it's been everywhere this week, that picture. In case you don't know, it's a teenager. Mm. Who, 19. Um, who, um, I don't know, we don't know what the, the background of whether she'd been... Well, I think we do. She's clearly a student, because who else would do that? And uh, is she a student? She must be. And she sat in a child's <laughs> high chair and got wedged. And the picture is her sort of lying on the floor. On, on her it's, phone. it's toppled. It's toppled while mm. she's laid down. She's on, uh, like, a pink iPhone, looking smog, I thought. Looking a bit smog. Really I didn't warm to her. I, I didn't. thought drunk, because it says at oh, a well, party. Careful. Alleged, we can't say she was drunk, though. No. She may have had a drink, she may not. We can say she was a student, though. Definitely. Was she a student? Yeah, I believe she was. Anyway, what she was was trapped in a high chair. We're all students in many ways. <laughs> we are of life. high chair, and the but you see- firefighters came to rescue her from a high chair... And uh, and one of the firemen said uh, you would have thought she would have known better at that age. Zing. Mm. That's putting her in a place, isn't it? I See, we used uh, cones in our... When we did hijinks, it was cones. Traffic cones on the, the head. Whereas now... Clichéd students. Yeah, we were clichéd students. They've got, they've got kiddies uh, and things would, now. Maybe that's why they've got high chairs. I wouldn't feel... Teenage uh, pregnancy. I wouldn't feel too good, though, if um, if my house burnt down with all my family in it and the fireman said, so, sorry about that, we had to stop off because a teenager got True. wedged in a... True enough. Right, yeah. If I'd got yeah. stuck in it, I'd have just faced it out and told everybody that I was a tennis umpire. 
I'd have just gone. <laughs> I'd have just gone around. Uh, yeah. I have to take that when I go out for dinner with Stephen Merchant. I take that with me anyway. When I go to the Hampton Court maze, <laughs> being a naturally helpful person, I go in my high chair and yeah. just call out instructions. Yeah, you I, you she could have done that, all those things. Instead, you just lie there on a pink iPhone. Get over it. Needing help. I <laughs> think you object to the colour of the iPhone. No, it just says something about the person. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you what's interesting though. She they was like so pranks. she was so tightly held mm-hmm. by the eye. I don't know if you studied this picture, but even on her side, it kept her, her muffin top completely in place. Oh my god! And I think that's an interesting tip for for people. You know, sometimes when you lie down, your muffin top sags. Yeah. This kept it right up there, right up there, mm-hmm. firm. S- such was the strength of its grip. So, mm. well done. The high chair is girdle. Is that what you're suggesting? <laughs> i tell you what, though, when we told this story that Sarah, a young assistant producer, said, oh, I looked at that picture, it was the funniest thing I ever... This is what happens when you become a parent. You become yeah. such a stuffy... I thought to myself, well, where is that child going to have breakfast the next morning? And that's what's happened to me, guys. So be warned. Once you cross the house, you don't go back. Mm. So, look... Um, Thanks very much for everyone who texted and that today. Even the person who hated us. Um, yeah. I, There's room for all in our church. Yeah, they still they still pay 50p to tell us, and that makes me feel better. Mm. OK, so um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Um, we love you all. Thank you. Now get out. This is Frank Skinner. 